Don't get lost in the waves of change. 190 pages, tens of hours of lawyers. One takeaway today is you, you now put on your listing agent hat when you meet with a buyer and you treat them the same way. So that's what you need to take with. KGCI Real Estate on Air, keeping you informed and empowered as the NAR settlement brings seismic shifts to the real estate industry. It's a consultation and a strategy. When you think of how people need to buy a home in this market, it takes great strategy. So why not strategize with that buyer? They need your help more than ever. Depend on KGCI Real Estate on Air. The real estate biz is drastically changing. And modern real estate success can't be learned in some old course manual. This is everything they never told you about real estate. Where industry leaders expose secrets to success, contemporary lead generation, and how to dominate social media. All moderated by your host, the real estate goat and queen of social media, Carrie Silve. Welcome. I am your host, Carrie, and I am joined with a very special guest, Ibrahim Hussein. He is a fellow EXP realtor team leader. And when I say team leader, he leads the largest team at EXP Canada. And I believe you were just, you made number one for teams across Canada. Is that right? So I'm really excited to have you. Um, I was creeping your profile because we've never met in person. So Ibrahim actually trades in the Waterloo, Kitchener and Oakville areas with his team. Uh, and I'm in Hamilton, but we've never come across each other. Uh, we are going to be speaking at EXPCon uh, next week. So we'll get into a little bit about that. But yeah, so first let's start with how big is your team? How many agents do you have on your team? As of today, we do have 47 realtors and 17 staff. Fantastic. And you were just saying you have an office in Waterloo and then another one in Oakville, which is great. It's, that's, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Do you have an expansion yeah. team as well within EXP or are you more focused on your team team? Our, when we, when we say the word the team, we, we mean like the legitimate team, the actual real team. Yeah, because it's not an organization. It's not, it's not an EXB team. It's just like real team. Yeah. Uh, but then we have another two hundred. We have another a little bit over two hundred of a the bigger EXB family. Yeah. Yeah. Which is our big team. The immediate team, which is a finished real estate that operate as a real team, is forty-seven realtors and seventeen staff. Yeah. So. Number one team across Canada for EXP. That is extremely impressive. So you obviously are really focusing on scaling your business and you're doing an excellent job at it. So what are, what are you doing? What are you doing to expand and just grow at such a rate? Because I think I read that you've sold over $1 billion in sales volume. Um, as of last night, uh, we're probably well over $1.2 billion since we started. And that was five years ago. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We're very grateful. 
we're very grateful, thankful to God first and foremost, and thanks to all our business partners who continue putting the trust in us as a company to run their real estate business at our company. Uh, we're built a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. The word the team um, thrown out very, very loosely everywhere. Um, there is a lot of real estate teams, and we understand that. We respect it. But then there are a there are communities and platforms that that rockstar realtors can choose to align themselves with and and run their, their real estate business at a company so it's our our leadership style which we used to say the word the culture prior to that like a couple of years ago we used to say like our culture mm-hmm. um, now we use the word leadership style because when you ask any anybody um, or any team, hey, what differentiates you uh, from your competitors? Mm-hmm. The first thing that we always hear is our our culture. Oh, we have an amazing culture. Our brokerage has an amazing culture, or our team has an amazing culture. And then I ask, um, sell me your culture. <laughs> and then big, big, big pause happens, you know? Yeah. Um, cancel. You can't sell culture. It's something that has to be felt. It's something that has to be shared. So, and that word is probably the most common loose word thrown out every day, everywhere. So it's it's the leadership style, not the culture. Is mm-hmm. is uh, is the bottom up leadership, not top down leadership. Hmm. Treating everybody equally and everybody treating everybody as a business partners, and that is that is the principles that we used to build the business on. You know how um, when we were younger, Carrie, you know, like go to, like we have to go to primary school before we get to high school. Yeah. And then we have to, we have to get to university before we do PhDs. Yeah. Like there is a certain level of steps that we have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, it is no different if you're building a business. What I mean by that is, the principles, we call it principles. Some some people even take it one step further and treat principles as laws. Like this is a law that you cannot, this is the principle that you built your business on. Those principles, I, I, I get asked it all the time. And I hope like it, whoever is listening to us talking right now, whether it's a, um, a current team, either current mega team, like, big team, like 15, 30, 20, 30, 40, 50 agents, or a smaller size team or somebody that's aspiring to start their own teams. Um, it, we have to look at the business side of the real estate business. Yeah. The business side of the real estate business. What I mean by that is um, in the journey of creating our company, in the journey of any agents creating a real estate team, they have to look at that as a startup company, not just a real estate team. Because typically, Kerry, what we were told when we um, get busy as, yeah. as realtors, we're typically told by our mentors, by our broker owners, by like team leaders in the brokerage, oh, it's time for you to start your team. That's typically what everybody is like. It's time to start a team. Yeah. And 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 we like, okay, cool. I'm going to start a team. And 
what what we what what end up happening is we have a a lot of really good and and very smart top producing agents mm-hmm. found themselves found themselves become from a solopreneur yeah. to an entrepreneur without the proper preparation in between to get them to become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Thinking that they are, but they're not. They're just a solo entrepreneur. All they focus on what is the next sale. I'm going to hire a whole bunch of guys or girls come onto the team because I'm busy. I have excess amount of leads. I'm going to give them the business, and I'm going to make money off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, it sounds like a great business plan, right? <laughs> like ah, you can busy hire a bunch of agents, give give them leads, and congratulations, you have a. Uh, you have a team now, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. That's not a problem at all. Uh, but the, we, we have to ask ourselves, if you're, if you're about to start the team or if you're having a team and you want to scale the team, what are the main reasons teams typically don't scale? And this is where uh, it gets a little bit interesting when you look at it that way because um, you're not gonna find me talking about like what what CRM we use or like what what kind of lead generation we have. We we have all of this. This is not the important part of yeah. the equation. Like mm-hmm. like the marketing aspect, the the the, the, the technologies, softwares. Like uh, this is this is given. Like you actually have to have these things. But this is more of like you know when I told you we have to go to like. Uh, primary school, high school, university, PhDs. Yeah. There is some fundamental. There is some fundamental principles we have to be very well aware of. What would it take for us to build a company? And then after yeah. building a company, now now let's talk about like what software and CRMs and all of that stuff. But if mm-hmm. you don't have the fundamental, if you don't have the foundation of building the house, there is no point of putting framing and picking the hardwood floors and what kind of kitchen. So there is no. We have to put the foundation first. Yeah, absolutely. most people. Yeah, I see it happening over and over and over. And I'm not saying this is the right way or wrong way, but I, I just see it happening over and over. They just jump in, you know, head down, boom, with no clear conviction, with no clear plan of what is it that I'm doing. Because you're going to have to treat it as a startup company. Your business is, in effect, a small to a medium startup business. Yeah. So if you look at it that way, if you look at it that way, and you're having a startup business happen to be in the human resources business, human attraction business, you're bringing the people in, mm-hmm. human development business, development them, yeah. make them the best version of themselves, human retention business, keeping them by providing tons of value, make it the best place to work at. That's why you're going to have the retention business. And that business happened to be in the real estate. So we're not in the real estate business. We're in the human resources, human attraction, human mm-hmm. development, human retention, keeping them business. We just happen to be in the real estate. Yeah. So these are the fundamental foundations that I will invite everyone. If you just kind of like take a little, take take a, take a look at it from a, a different angle and 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 watch your business growing massively because. I see it happening over and over and over, and everybody's asking, like, how did you guys scale? How did you do that? Because 
we respect the business enough to look at it as a business and treat it as a business, mm-hmm. not just as a realtor looking for like what is the deal, what is the next deal, what is the next house? Let's make more money. I want to be successful because everybody want to be successful. Everyone want to make more money, but you and I know there is more to it than that. <laughs> there is yeah. more to it than just like like lead conversion, scripts, listing a presentation, buying. That's like literally ten percent of the equation. Yeah, all of this is ten percent of the. There is 90% the majority skip. That's a long answer for your question of how do we do that? Yeah, I, I like that. So, okay, I got to tell you a little bit about myself. I have been practicing sure. for 14 years. And after the first four years in real estate, I wanted to start a team. And in Hamilton, there were like no teams there. There was Rob Golfie, there was Rod Frank, very small teams at that time, because this is 10 years ago. And I didn't know what I was doing. My brokerage that I was at didn't know what to do because they didn't have any teams. And um, yeah, I kind of just went into it not knowing how to build it as a business and you know, it lasted about five years, but I dissolved it because it wasn't profitable for me. And I think that the number one thing for anybody who wants to build a team is to create relationships and connections with successful teams and, and figure out how to do it properly. I think you know, what would you say is, because you are obviously one of those successful teams, what would you say is the first two things that you need to do outside of your infrastructure, outside of the lead generation, CRM, all that stuff you talked about? What would be the first two steps? And then anybody else who wants to hear more, they can contact you and join the join the group. <laughs> the first yes. The first two steps to building a team? Yeah. Okay. First first step is learn what not to do. Yeah. Which is, what is it that your current... If, if there is a team mm-hmm. in your city, whatever city you're at in North America, okay, not just Canada. Mm-hmm. If there is a team in your city that you will join tomorrow, Mm-hmm. And don't tell me, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna join a team. I'm, I'm thinking of building a team. I'm like, I understand. What I'm saying is, if there is a team, if there were a team, we all know. If there is a team that, yeah, if there is a team that you will join, what would that team has to look like? What do they have to offer? What do they have to have? What they don't have to have? You know, like write down. A pen and paper, get a pen and paper, and write, draw a line in the middle, the right hand side of the line, write down every possible reason why do you need to join a team. And if there is a, a team in the city, will have to have these positive things for you to join them. Write that down. The team, the ideal team, has to look like this, has to have this, has to offer that. On the flip side of the line, Write down every single reason you will never join a team if it has any of these things. And write down, I will never join a team if it has this, that, this, that, all of that stuff. Write that down. And and there is no bullshit because when you look at yourself in the mirror and, and do that exercise, 
it will open your mind, assuming you have no ego. And if that team actually exists, you will end up joining them. Mm-hmm. What would that team have to look like that you will be like, holy crap, I am not starting my team because hey, why the hell would I even start a team if that already exists? Yeah. I'm going to go join them. If you can find that team, start building it based on the criteria that you've done in that particular exercise and make sure you have and provide what you wished to have, but you couldn't. That's why you started your own team because you couldn't find the team that you're going to join. Make sense? Yeah, that's a great first step. And the... The, the 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 very next step is you you have to understand that you cannot afford but to live in the future to welcome the agents when they arrive to the future. What future am I referring to here? The future version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm talking to Tyler. Tyler is a brand new agent. She just got her license like 10 o'clock this morning. Assuming, mm-hmm. okay? Hypothetically. I cannot afford but to show respect to Tyler and speak to Tyler, the 2028 version of herself. Mm-hmm. Tyler that knows more than she knows today. Because at some point in time, the agents will know a lot more than they know now. And there is that aha moment in, in every Asian's life that takes a place. That aha moment can take six months, can take six years. I don't know, but it happens. It happens in every Asian's life. It happened to you. It happened to me. We pause and we reflect in our journey with our ABC team, company, whatever. Mm-hmm. That reflection moment happened when we figure out, like, I know more than what I, I, now that I know what I know, you know, now I'm like, I'm experienced. I got some experience on the mental. I know the ins and outs of how to run a business. And then I reflect on, on, on my ABC team company brokerage, and two things are going to come. They're both starting with holy cow, you know? The first holy cow is going to be like, holy crap, Carrie. Carrie, now that I know what I know, now that I know what I know, yeah. I have been taking advantage of all of that. That wasn't really a win-win deal. But now that I know what I know, ah, that wasn't good. I didn't know before because I was new. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, so the flip side of the coin, Tyler is going to be like, holy crap, now that I know what I know, I appreciate everything that Carrie has given me. Mm-hmm. That company, ABCT company, has given me before I know that I should have it. Mm-hmm. They actually live in the future to welcome me because now I'm arriving in my future. I sold 50 homes last year. And then now instead of the company saying, holy crap, how can we retain Tyler now? You know, she's a rock star agent, sold 50 homes in her own. All of them is like SY. There is no team leads, like very sufficient person, you know, yeah. very independent. How can we keep her? That's the wrong question. How do we keep her? That's the moment enterprises realize they have problems, it's too late already. Yeah. The moment you realize you have a problem, it's too late. 
what did you do to make sure that problem that what did you do to prevent it from happening than fixing it after it happens mm-hmm. so um oh tyler you got 50 homes last year congratulations here is what it's going to look like your next five years look like this because the company is always bigger the company is always growing so mm-hmm. we have a a rear path for you tyler here is what the next five years look like for you. Hmm. But you cannot do that if you're not living in the future so huh. you can welcome Tyler she arrives. Yeah. That makes so sense. None of what I'm saying, none of what I'm saying is, is, is a rocket science. It's just a different way of, of what we were taught of how to start a real estate team. Because mm-hmm. The the, um, the 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 single principle that screws up everything is is thinking that because we are naturally those of us who are top producing agents got busy a top producing agent rock star realtors doesn't necessarily means a good business person yes it's yes. two different things. So now, now, if I really care about my friend, my brother, my sister, who is a, a, a rock star realtor who want to start building a team, I, the first thing I owe it to them is help them get from the solopreneur mindset to the entrepreneur mindset. Okay, what the hell do I mean by that? The, we all understand the definition of entrepreneur. Like, they wear so many different hats, mm-hmm. right? That's the entrepreneur lifestyle. So, well, here's the thing. Welcome to the real world. To start your team, you're going to have to understand you have to become three different people only. Just, you know what? It's not 10 hats. It's just three different hats. Mm-hmm. But I cannot stress enough on the importance that if you do have the three, it's not going to work out. You have to have the three hats. Okay. A, you have to be the salesperson who keeps on selling homes to make money. Okay? Yeah. So, you're going to have to be that person. Two, you have to be the team leader. That hires, manages, runs, trains the team. Mm -hmm. Third hat, and the most important hat, is you have to be the investor Mm -hmm. that invests money in the new found startup company that you just found. Yes. Because if you're thinking... If you're thinking, I'm just going to start a reset team and I'm going to treat, you know what? I see a, a, a very high degree, unintentionally, a high degree of disrespect, if we may say, from us as realtors towards our industry. That, that that unintentional disrespect is thinking I'm going to build a business and I'm not going to treat it as a business because if I'm opening a little tiny pizza store or a burrito store or a shawarma shop, you know what? I'm just, any business on the planet, it requires a capital. It requires a down payment. It requires, it requires initial investment. But for somehow, when we build a real estate team, one of the highest paid companies you can ever build, you're not even respected enough to treat it like a business. 
Yes, I love this. So this is where like I, I, I see it happening over and over and over and I'm I'm I am feeling to understand why yeah. that sense of entitlement or, 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 or a sense of like again it's unintentional because we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. But it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to act upon the new founding knowledge that we came aware with that that we became aware with. Yeah. Of. I feel like Abraham, I feel like in our industry, especially where we are at, where realtors are not collaborative. They are generally speaking gatekeepers. So it is an unintentional ignorance, if if you want to call it that. And realtors do not feel comfortable asking people for advice because historically nobody wants to share their secret sauce, right? This is the problem in our industry. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's an unintentional ignorance, I guess, right? You you don't know what you don't know, but you also need to get around the people who are going to show you the way. This is the key to everything in this big business. It all comes back to that, no matter what you're trying to do within the real estate industry, correct? 150%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 150%. A lot of great people, a lot of great humans, you know, good heart. I want to help the other people. I want to help a newer agent make like 100 grand in the first year. I want to start my team to make an impact. It is coming from a good place. Trust me. I like I, I've met them almost every day. They're coming from a good place. I'm like, okay, there is some fundamentals and foundations and principles you gotta have to be aware of. But then the first thing, like, what CRM should I use? I'm like, God help me. Like that's <laughs> we're in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. I, okay, so I don't know about you, yes. but the agents that I attract, you know, within my organization are always coming from teams and not like a proper team, like the Wolcotts or somewhere like that. I'm talking about an agent who, you know, during COVID made a couple hundred thousand dollars in commission and now wants to build a team, but has no systems, like literally nothing in place. and isn't even providing leads or education around how to generate business for the agent themselves. So I get all of these agents that are like, oh my God, the teams are the worst things in the world. No, teams are amazing, but it has to be the right team. And just because you made, you know, you did... And let's be honest, how many deals in our market does it take you to get to $200,000? Not a lot. That does not mean that you should be starting a team. That's not your sign. <laughs> you know, unless you do the work. I, if you want to do the work, do the work, and it'll be great. But yeah. I, I, I can agree enough. I cannot agree more. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So I have a question for you. Number one, I, I obviously follow you on social media, and I, I just have to say, um, I love your 
I follow your personal social, not your personal, it's still your business, but you as a person instead of the team. And you talk a lot about God and you're so grateful. And I just, I feel it. It's very refreshing to see people in business openly talking about their faith. I absolutely love it. And I want to see more of it. Um, But let's talk about, I just wanted to mention that, but let's talk about social media. You know, how important now I'm obviously like a social media and AI coach. So it's a trick question. How important is social yeah. media? <laughs> well, first of all, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, we're very grateful for God for everything that he's yeah. blessing us with. Uh, we're blessed more than we deserve. And, and he is the reason for everything. So we always cannot have to show gratitude. And then the more we practice gratitude, the more you're going to have things to be grateful for. So exactly simple equation. equation. So we're very grateful for that. Thank God. So um, for social media, uh, how important is social media? That's a very simple question. Has a very simple answer. Your social media account is your resume, right? That's it. Mm -hmm. That's how important it's your resume. Absolutely. Um, Your Facebook. Your Instagram account. Um, I don't really have TikTok. I don't. I don't like any any social media account. There is audience everywhere, mm-hmm. um, but people will look you up, and when they look you up, they will get an idea of who the person is. Because in the end of the day, we are not in the B two B business. Mm-hmm. We're not in the B two C business. We're in the H to H business. Hmm. We're in the human to human business. Oh, I like the hat. So, thank you. I, it's I'm gonna trademark this because I came up with that. So I'm gonna <laughs> trademark. Yes. Um, so um, the the simple fact that people is gonna look you up. There is a saying when it comes to marketing because at the end of the day, you're in the eyeball market. You're you're you're. You're recruiting buyers and sellers every day to do business with you and hire you as a realtor. So you're recruiting. Whether you like the word or not, this is just the reality. Mm-hmm. Just get over it, okay? So um, so in, 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 in the pursuit and in your journey to do that, there is the symbol, the symbol formula for the marketing is, is seven words. People like us, they do things like this. Mm. People like us, they do things like this. So showcase who you are, how you live your life. Don't be weird. You know, at the same time, don't be weird. Just be normal. Be natural. Be normal. Be natural. Showcase what you're doing, your family, your kids, your like mm-hmm. your friends, your life, what do you eat, where do you travel, what do you wait, like like who you are as a person because the receiver, which is the person that's going to get in business with you, which are, whether buyer, seller, client, um, business partner, yeah. admin, well, anybody, anybody that will get in business relationship with you, they will form an opinion of who you are based on what they see from you because mm-hmm. that is your resume. It, this is how crucial and how important it is. Like, yeah. I get a lot of, I get a lot of, and in the end of the day, 
you're going to always be judged. We're all being judged by somebody's life who's falling apart. That's yeah. not going to change. You're going to always be judged by somebody whose life is falling apart. And like whatever you want to call it, jealousy, enemy, I, I don't really pay attention to that. But you're going to have people that dislike you. That's okay because they're not your client. You're not, they're not your avatar. The, the, the other or the second marketing principles is the idea of message to market match. Message to market match. Mm-hmm. What are you saying that was who? Yeah. And then understanding that people like us do things like that, which is that refers to whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, just keep on doing it. Keep on doing it. And try not to please everybody because if you're for yeah, everybody, you're for nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I get a lot. Uh, speaking of this, I get a lot of appreciation uh, and, and messages of people that, like, I, I'm very grateful for God, first and foremost, that I get messages like that. Like, hey, we're very actually, we're, we're, we're it's refreshing to see you like open about yeah. your faith and you know talk about God. And I'm like, I'm like very, very grateful for that. Thank you. I mean, speaking of this, um, next time somebody praises you for the work that you're doing, whatever field that might be, just remember the source of the blessings. Yeah. If God hadn't beautified what you're doing in the eyes of the people. Your work would not have been recognized. Yes. Let me repeat that. Next time somebody raises you, tell you a good job for the work that you've been doing, remember that the source of the blessing is God. Because God, if God hadn't beautified what you're doing in the eyes of the people, your work would have gone unnoticed. Mm -hmm. That being said, um, on the flip side, I get a couple messages here and there, like you know, um, just not talk about this, not bring the religion in 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 the conversation or politics. I'm like, do you really think I don't know that? Uh, a, I'm not talking about religion. That's not a religion. Mm. It's it's faith. There's yeah. significant difference between the two. <laughs> yeah, like I don't talk politics. I don't talk religion. It's <laughs> it's it's a faith. Yeah, like this is. Like it's 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 just simple thing. It's who you are. Yeah, and that's why. Okay, I brought it up because you were talking about being your authentic self and showing people who you are. If I can be a hundred percent honest, it wasn't till I saw that you put that aspect of your life out there that I got way more interested in this podcast and I was more drawn to you. Right. Because I align with that. I align with that. So the simple, you know, it's, it's, Abraham, it's simple. You know, when you're digitally online marketing yourself, um, the only way to get a client, we all know in any area of life, in any online, offline, in person, is through trust. That's the only way you're going to gain a client is through trust. How are you going to gain trust online when not meeting people in person? Just exactly how, how I just, you know, 
aligned with you. I saw who you were as a person. You put that out there online and that made me align with you better, right? That's what creates trust, authenticity. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, ha- I, I want to talk about one more thing. <clears throat> yes. Um, so I one of the things that I coach is AI. So cool. how are you implementing AI into your business? Or are you yet? Oh, we are. We are. Definitely mm-hmm. we are. We we um we we use it, we utilize it, mm-hmm. we don't rely on it. Mm-hmm. So we're utilizing it big time. We're not utilizing it in the sense of replacing ourselves because I can I literally can smell it if somebody's writing a post written by Chat GBT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I can, I can just tell, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're using it, but we're using it in the, in the sense of not replacing ourselves as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And if you're, we, we're gonna have to adapt. We're adapting technology. We're yes, simple answer. We're we're using it heavily. We're 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 using it. We're utilizing it. We're capitalizing on the opportunities. We're learning. It makes our life a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, it speeds up the process of everything we're doing but we're not fully dependent on it. Yeah, that's the key, right? So I, I feel like so I write for Buzz, 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 Buzz Media every month. And I focus, nice. yeah, I focus on social media and, and AI. And one of the things I said, like my first rule when it comes to AI is just because they make a tool does not mean you should use it as a realtor. Because our job is very relationship based. Like I'm creating right now an, you know, an avatar of myself that can generate video. Am I going to use that in my marketing? No, I think it's cool. And this, I'm kind of techie and I'm geeky like that. So I'm doing it. But this is the perfect example of something you should not be implementing into your business. Another one are these. Uh, automatic bots that auto reply to comments. No, no, you don't want to do that. Like there needs to be a level of personalization to create relationships again, because you're trying to build trust. How do you build trust when you're not being, you know, yourself, when it's not you, it's impossible. And therefore you won't get a client. So it's all comes together. Right, just yeah. because they make it doesn't mean you should use it. <laughs> but I have some right. great tools, though. I have some fantastic I tools. Would, I would love to connect with you after, and then get on the phone and see how far we can take this. Oh my god, yeah! And I'm really looking forward to seeing you in person in Vancouver as well. I will see you in person next week, and we can chat and hang out and then i will see you we live like 45 minutes away from each other like (laughs) we don't have to meet in vancouver you know like five hours away yeah we will meet both we'll move in here well here's the thing uh ibrahim i um i am slowing my business down a little bit i'm no longer prospect uh because i am focusing on the coaching aspect of it uh, of business uh and i I get that i got 
Yeah, I moved. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got married a year ago, and we moved to, back to Niagara Falls, which is my hometown. So I'm gonna Whoa. need a referring nice. agent. Anything past Hamilton, so that is gonna be you. <laughs> it means a lot. It's an honor. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yes, we will uh, definitely. I'm I'm very grateful for the opportunity to get to know you, and and we're gonna build a good relationship and good friendship for many years to come. Absolutely. I am not going to keep you any longer. I got so much valuable information. Um, I think that this is a this is a podcast geared towards realtors. And I feel like everybody wants to, how do I build a team? How do I do? How do I scale? And, and like, honestly, your responses to those first two steps were more valuable than most people are putting out there. You know, everybody needs to remember you, you, you need to surround yourself with people that you can help and that can help you. Right. So very important and take it from me who struggled my entire career with trusting realtors, because that's what it was like for me. There are realtors out there that do not gatekeep. So if you need help finding one in your area, you call me and I'll hook you up. <laughs> done, done, done. Yes. <laughs> Thank you yes. so much, Abraham, yeah. for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for everything. Thanks for listening to everything they never told you about real estate. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. To connect with Carrie or for more information about her coaching program, check out carriesove.ca or at carriesove and associates on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time. This is going to be the largest transfer of market share we've ever seen between agents in history. KGCI Real Estate on Air, keeping you informed and empowered as the NAR settlement brings seismic shifts to the real estate industry. You treat your buyers just like you do a seller. You get a consultation, you pitch, and you compete for the value you will deliver for the fee you're willing to accept. Stay informed, stay prepared. Depend on KGCI Real Estate on Air.